Now's the time to tell tales of the unaccountable. Welcome to Pulp Nightmare. I'm Mike. I'm MB. And MB, I'm going to give you the floor. Yes, it appears that we've overlooked something that has come into existence relatively recently, but not so recently that we can say it overlooked. What, the point is that a comic book came out in 2005. Uh, I thought you were going to reveal that you had a son. Connor Hawk, MB. Well, that's episode 100. Ah. I don't like to uh, take things before they happen, um, especially since you're my son. <gasps> Papa. <laughs> I knock you into a vat of, of lava or so, what was it? Lava? <laughs> I don't remember. <laughs> Alrighty, this episode is getting derailed. So <laughs> there was a particular brand of insanity that was unleashed in the world in 2005 and then got delayed and wouldn't be re-unleashed until about, like, 2008 or something. Then got delayed and wouldn't be re-released until, like, 2010. And at the end of it, it never actually got finished. But it is, without a doubt, one of the most infamous comic books of recent memory, just because it is so terrible and so badly written and so badly constructed in every conceivable way apart from the art that it is like the room of comic books because I, I remember getting the second issue of this. I didn't even get the first issue. I came in this when the insanity was in full tilt and marveling at what was happening because I, I read this issue when I was 15 expecting something different. <laughs> like didn't we, we all? Were. Yeah. Yeah. We were, um, we were duped. We thought that something great was going to come out of this because Frank Miller was returning to Batman. Oh, oh! See, I thought you were talking about Marvel Max's The Rawhide Kid. Look, I know of your affection. I know of your affection for that book, but I, I, I'm wearing for, chaps and a cowboy hat. It's for God's sakes, Mike. Let this let this it. really throws a wrench in my day. I, I thought I had balloons. You always have balloons. Well, they cheer me up. They're my everyday <laughs> balloons. I, this is completely off topic, but I recently read a story where they unleashed like thousands and thousands of balloons upon Cleveland <laughs> a couple of years ago. Like to defeat Cleveland? <laughs> <laughs> no, it was like actually this was way back in the eighties. Now that I think about it, because it was like a marketing stunt or something, and like. They unleashed thousands and thousands of balloons to break a world record, and it ended up raining and knocking all the balloons down, causing utter chaos. <laughs> it was a weather wizard. <laughs> it was amazing because if you go online and look at pictures of this, it's like one of the '60s Batman villains attacked. <laughs> because you just see the skyline of Cleveland, and it's just multicolored. <laughs> Like people were sued over this. Like there were there were a couple of people who were lost at sea that couldn't be found because all the balloons were in the like. I I swear to God, like the great ballooning. <laughs> oh my God! 
it was incredible. Like it was reading, it was like reading the first ever supervillain and his plan to take over Cleveland. What company was it? Uh, some charity or something. I forget exactly. <laughs> oh, the great irony. Uh, yeah. But yeah, that that was uh, anyway. Getting getting back to the topic at hand. All Star Batman and Robin the Boy Wonder. Still a great title. Yeah, and still a great many things. None of them particularly well intentioned. I would say. Like it's, it's oh. weird. This comic book is kind of. I don't know how it, exactly it came about. Like the DC was doing an All Star line, and they did you know All Star Superman with Grant Morrison, which is said to be one of the great Superman stories. Great stories. Just one of the best comic books you'll ever read. Then you cut to All-Star Batman and Robin. You have Frank Miller and Jim Lee. And, well, uh, yeah. Like, like, what's your experience with this book? Like, have you read any of it? Uh, I, I got the first issue as soon as it came out. I thought because, it was... because you and I were both under the impression that this would be something different. Everybody was, to be fair. Yeah, like, there was really, like, no previews or anything from what I can remember. It was just, it came out. Yeah, and the only previews I think that existed were, like, there were some previews in Wizards. Yeah, back when uh, it had, like, a very, very, like, yeah, it had, like, a very different design, too. Like, there were a couple designs that leaked of Jim Lee, like, having Batman and Robin in weird techno armor. (laughs) I remember that. It was just, it was a very bizarre thing to begin with because you just, all of a sudden they were in Silver Age costumes and like everything was being set up to be like the definitive Batman story, the definitive Miller Batman story. It was going to be connected to the Dark Knight universe. And at this point, Miller was not out as crazy. No, like, you still had some goodwill, even though, you know, he had written some questionable stuff at that point, but none of it was, like, high profile. Yeah. Like, he he had written, like, a couple RoboCop comics in the 90s that were kind of a sign of things to come. Yeah. But it was just kind of like, oh, well, Frank Miller, you know, he wrote Dark Knight Strikes Again, which was weird as hell, but still, like, it's Frank Miller coming back to Batman, maybe, like... He's come back with a vengeance or something. And he kind of did. He came back as something. Yeah. So why don't we go ahead and get into this, because Mike and I have been dying to do this since we talked about it, like, I don't know, a couple months ago, where we're just going to read this book. (laughs) That's literally all the episode premises. We're going to read this book and try to wrap our heads around where it all went wrong in the mind of Frank Miller. Because if you actually read the first issue... It's actually not that bad. Yeah. It's pretty the straightforward. Issue, the first issue, which we're going to get into now, um, it's just it's just kind of, I don't know, it's a very basic setup. Yeah. Um, reading it now, it's like Dick Grayson, first page, is literally Dick Grayson, you know, trapeze artist. It's the classic origin story of Dick Grayson. You know, his parents are dying eventually. We know, like, it's coming, but it's, you know, it's just a very basic page. Then, oh, and this has its own little trappings with it in the form of commentary scripts, which were leaked with the um, the first trade. Vicky Vale in her underwear, walking <laughs> which, across her apartment. Which, to be fair, if you have Jim Lee 
doing your art, you're going to have Vicky Vale in her underwear. Especially mid-2000s Jim Lee. Cause... Oh, yeah. There was nobody better to draw a chick in her underwear. Yeah. He's, he's gone a little downhill since then. But... Magical. Yeah. So I'm just going to start reading some of, the, <laughs> some of the dialogue here. Because holy crap, does it start with the dialogue. It starts and ends with the dialogue, really, but it just... Let's let's get into this. So we've got ourselves a man of steel in Metropolis. And why exactly is it we call him a man of steel? That does bring certain thoughts to mind. Gotham City. <laughs> columnist. Gadfly. Dictating. She's Astronaut. Trouble. She's trouble. The kind of trouble you want. Practically hear Miller beating off on the page. Man of steel. I mean, come on, inquiring girls want to know. She's still going on about this. I love how it immediately just starts with dick talk. Just I know, like, it's <laughs> all this, like, Miller just got caught in, like, a like a loop of just dick jokes. <laughs> so Metropolis gets a man of steel, and what do we get in dear old Gotham City? A damn flying road. <laughs> <laughs> the damn start already, but go on. Yeah, I know. Yeah, that was the first sign. We didn't get it then because this issue, like, it's not that bad. It's like, yeah, it's a little adult, but okay, we'll go with it. Yeah, it's kind of like when you see, like, an old writer come in and you just realize, oh, he doesn't really know how modern comics work. But, you know, it's still not bad. It's no Irish. We'll go with it. I mean, until you read the scripting, it's like, okay, Jim, I'm shameless. <laughs> we got an ass shot. It's like, Jesus Christ, Frank, you can just write, she's in her underwear, and leave it at that. A damn flying rodent who doesn't even fly. And here's where it comes. The goddamn Batman. <laughs> People forget that that was an ongoing thing in that book. Yeah, because you, you can't look past that one scene in issue two that we'll get to. Like, okay, okay we better not skip yeah, ahead, because... Yeah. Uh, that will be a that will be an episode by itself. I think half that, the half the episode will probably be about that scene. <laughs> <laughs> so she keeps on, you know, talking into a microphone or something like she has like a little Bluetooth earpiece, but it's not exactly clear whether she's recording or she's just rambling to herself. I think she is rambling to herself. Yeah, probably. She keeps going on about how Batman is lame. He's a loser who dresses up like Dracula and throws a few other losers through windows, and we're supposed to swoon. I don't think so, masked manhunter. Sometimes I despair, dear reader. Sometimes life seems to hold no meaning. Wow, she got dark. They get a man of steel. We get a flying rat. What's a poor girl to do? Once again, Miller's thing of repeating things over and over again in the single <laughs> scene. <laughs> oh, this is, like, tame. Like, uh... Okay, let's keep going. Suddenly, there's a knock at the door, and it's dear old Alfred Pennyworth. He starts taking his clothes off. <laughs> <laughs> All right, you <laughs> <laughs> We need a dick shot. All right. Um, she turns on the teleprompter. Who's calling? Young lady, Bruce Wayne requests your presence. Would you be a presence? I wasn't expecting your fucking Michael Caine. <laughs> And all, like all of a sudden, like she just says, "I'll be right down. I'll be quick." There's a two-page splash panel of her changing clothes, <laughs> taking off clothes, changing into new clothes, and repeating. Let's see, one, two, three, four, five. Six. 
eight times, I'm having a date with Bruce Wayne. 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 How cool is that? Oh, God. Okay, well. My cock was hard. (laughs) I had a hard cock. The cock is just hard. Okay, so we cut back to the circus, and Dick is, you know, doing his whole dick thing. (laughs) I I don't know. Never reward that like that. (laughs) (laughs) So he's about to fall. People think he's going to, you know, die. And Bruce Wayne is in the audience, and he's like, uh, uh, no, I think he knows what he's doing. I think he knows what he's doing. He's watching Dick a little too intently. Um, He's waiting for those parents to die so he can (laughs) pick them up and take them for his own. You don't see it, but there's actually an erection in his tuxedo. <laughs> well, it's, it's Frank Miller, Batman. He always has an erection. Always. Keep that in mind when you're reading a Frank Miller Batman book. It makes so much sense. Even in the good stuff. <laughs> Batman Year One, always hard. <laughs> Gordon, too. But, um, yeah, Dick, you know, he manages to swing away from certain death. Uh, Vicky is... Sus- rightly suspicious, I should say, of Bruce's intentions, because he keeps watching Dick, and it's really getting creepy. Um, oh my, oh my God! Panel six of, let's see, page thirteen. I'm having a date with Bruce Wayne. <laughs> oh my God! I'm having a date with Bruce Wayne. Hot damn! We get it. She's excited. <laughs> Hot damn! Really? Yes. Okay, now here's where things just kind of – we start to get our first glimpse of the crazy. Because immediately, out of nowhere, rather than just you know the traditional origin of Dick Grayson's parents falling to their deaths because like of a, a cut line or something like that, they get shot in the head because Frank Miller doesn't understand subtlety. <laughs> they both get shot in the head. They fall down, and here's where it starts. Batman's narration begins. Oh, God. He doesn't understand. He can't possibly understand. I couldn't when it happened to me, and I don't know why this was done to him. I don't know why. I can't know why. (laughs) Not yet. (laughs) But I know exactly this much. The boy has entered my world, (laughs) and he'll never leave it. There's no way out of it. And then he disappears. Immediately... I should know that he disappears, but immediately it cuts to the guy who shot Dick Grayson's parents running out of the trapeze, and already Batman is cornered because <laughs> a battering goes into his back. Oh, oh God. Oh, God. Okay. Narration. There's no way out. There's no way out. No way out. Not for any of us. <laughs> oh, the Frank Miller three rule. This is the tame version of events. Because remember, we're still in the good portion of the book. And they're still like, okay, this is... All right, it's cool. It's cool. Yeah, it's weird, but you know what? It's 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 still got some cool stuff in it. And we see Batman's silhouette. You know, it's it's pretty awesome. Like, he's looking over the guy. Uh, he identifies him. He leaves. And the cop immediately assaults Vicky Vale. Like, just punches her across the face. Why... No, there's no reason. Yeah, there's no reason at all. Immediately, the cop just says, go back to your newspaper, sex pot. Sex Sex pot? I love how old Frank Miller is. He's been through hell, she argues. For God's sakes, just look at him. He's got to go to the hospital. He's in good enough hands, the cop says. Yeah, I've seen what you do, what you cops do with your hands. 
What girl in Gotham hasn't? And who knows what you do with little boys? Why does the fucking Gotham police force have to be rapist pedophiles? (laughs) Isn't every Frank Miller character rapist pedophile? Yeah. So she spits out blood after being hit, and (laughs) she she steals Bruce Wayne's car. Borrows it. Borrows it, sure. I mean, Alfred doesn't really do much to stop her, to be fair. I'm afraid that's not permitted. Oof! Literally, that's the line. Oof. Then he has a stroke in <laughs> Oh, Oh, my God. Now she's talking about the car. She's narrating about the car. Oh, Jesus Christ. This crate's got gays. <laughs> what? The, I don't understand. Like, what world does Frank Miller live in? I don't think that was ever a phrase. <laughs> uh, she's talking about she wants to report them to Washington. Like, he's literally, like, writing this as if it's in the 20s. So, for no reason, cops are holding Dick in place in the car, even though Dick's just sitting there perfectly fine and perfectly still in shock because his parents were just shot. Oh, God. Okay. Dick Grayson's narration. They catch me. I try to run, but they catch me. I try to run. I always run. They always caught me. (laughs) (laughs) My my parents were murdered. <laughs> my parents were murdered. I was there. <laughs> I saw the man who did it. I can identify him. We're not even to Batgirl yet. That's the thing. Oh, God. Batgirl. You just reminded me of that. Cunt. There, I just gave you the entire appearance. Okay, I saw a bat flies by the window. And Vicky Vale was startled by this. I hate the country. I hate bats. Bats suck. Fuck you, Vicky Vale. I like the idea of Frank Miller thinking to himself, what would, like, a 30-year-old woman say? <laughs> suck. That suck. That sounds good. How is it? Frank Miller's, like, 200 years old whenever he writes. It's weird. <laughs> okay, Batman's narration starts back up. The bats are attacking the cops that are about to attack Dick Grace. Even, like, I don't get this scene. Like, what are they about to do? Because they all have billy clubs out. <laughs> like, they're going to beat him up? <laughs> They have guns. I remember being very confused about what the plot of this issue was. Okay, Batman's narration. I knew these cops would take the boy to the gulch, so I set up my Sonics. Bats like my Sonics. They like them a lot. So, bats like Sonics. (laughs) That's the general guess of what he's trying to say. I don't know. Are you sure? Uh, He could mean something else. Everybody's in position. I kill the Sonics. And then the Batmobile murders the cops. Literally, it, it like, there's no mistaking it. Like, it rams through two cops and splits them, two cop cars and splits them a half. An awesome shot, to be fair, because it is drawn by Jim Lee, and it's a retro-style Batmobile, so he does a very good job with it, but Batman just murdered people. Like, he murdered our souls with this book. So Batman grabs Dick by the shirt, lifts him up way high above the ground. For I, I don't get this. He lifts him above the ground. You've just been drafted into a war. Which is like, it's an awesome thing for Frank Miller Batman to say. But when you look at the scene, it makes no sense. It just seems like Batman is taking him from police officers to kidnap him. 
and well, dress him up in a brightly colored outfit. That's the plot of this book, is him yeah, kidnapping a child because Frank he's insane. <laughs> Frank Miller's idea of the Robin origin is Batman waited for him to become Robin. <laughs> Just waiting for that, his parents to die. He probably hired that shooter. <laughs> Okay, issue two already. This is where things just drop like a goddamn bomb. Also, yeah, we're already done with issue one. I mean, that's... Yeah, that's how paper-thin this goddamn series is. I didn't really have to skip over much, to be fair. Okay, first page. The Batmobile is driving across a rainy road, nearly hits a rabbit. Um, and there's a there's a caption bubble coming from the car that's just a muffled sound. So it's already horrifying. Oh, God. From up here, Gotham City is beautiful. Beautiful, like Edgar Allan Poe's sweet Lenore, before her small cough brought a spot of blood to her lip, and the poet knew she was plagued. Doomed. (laughs) (laughs) I I don't even know how to respond to that. There's no sign of the dry rot that eats at the bones of my city. Not from up here. I've just kidnapped a traumatized youngster. Strong boy. For his age, he's damn strong. I like how Batman admits the fact. <laughs> he just kidnapped a scared little boy who parents were just murdered in front of him. That is the first page. That entire thing is the first page. Yeah, you know how the first issue was pretty straightforward, at least? This yeah. goes... Out of nowhere. It dovetails immediately into insanity. This, it, just to remind you, this was the first issue of the series I read. I didn't even <laughs> read the first issue until later on. Oh, God. So this is my introduction to the series. Dick Grayson, aerialist, 12 years old, brave boy, damn strong. <laughs> not, that he's got a, not that he's got a prayer of escaping my grip. <laughs> Did I mention he was strong? <laughs> no, that's what he says, but he's strong. <laughs> Very promising. He just might do. He just might. Might do? Has he tried this with other children before and murdered them? Yes. Because they didn't yes. work out? And I imagine in the All-Star Universe, he's already gone through Jason Todd and Tim Drake and all of them, and he's just killed them. Like, they just died horribly on missions. God. Okay, cut to... <laughs> cut to... Shirtless Alfred Pennyworth. To be fair, this was the kind of badass stuff in this comic. Yeah. It's like this made it worth it. <laughs> Shirtless Alfred Pennyworth, who is muscle bound. <laughs> Here now, dear. Here now. Hold still. Don't fuss. He's wrapping bandages around an injured Vicky Vale because she was caught in the Batmobile, you know, thing. Something. That killed cops, by the way. <laughs> I like how Alfred takes his shirt off to do this. Don't try to get up. You've been injured. You've lost a fair bit of blood. Don't get up. Do you need a massage? Now, dear. Don't fuss. What More a, than a fair bit, to be honest. What a weird, like, rape cave Batman's keeping, <laughs> where Alfred takes hot women and Batman takes young boys with murder really, parents. Until we actually get to the Batcave, because that's coming up. <laughs> Help is on its way, but first let's staunch that wound. So Vicky Bell wakes up, and, you know, Alfred explains she's been in an accident. Uh, her collarbone has apparently been shattered. Um, you have the bones of those police officers driven through you like spikes. <laughs> so Vicky suddenly remembers. Wait. Uh, sorry. I have to turn the page a little bit. 
wait, wait. I remember. I remember it all. I remember every goddamn thing. Every goddamn moment. (laughs) Why is she saying goddamn all of a sudden? Why is she even like, wait, I remember that thing that happened five fucking minutes ago. (laughs) I remember the kid, Dick Grayson, age 12. Strong. (laughs) For his age, he's damn strong. He'll do. (laughs) (laughs) Don't move. Don't move. You'll only hurt yourself. Stop now, love. Don't go bleeding all over yourself. Has she... she asked why Alfred is shirtless. <laughs> no. All right. She doesn't even seem to know that he's there. <laughs> Nobody I knows s- Alfred is there. <laughs> I saw it all. Dick Grayson, age 12. That's a repeated line, by the way. Oh, my God. He was brilliant. Brilliant. And then it cuts to, like, the flashbacks of Dick's <laughs> parents being shot. It's in case you forgot. <laughs> Somebody murdered his parents right before his eyes. Oh, and this is the part that got my attention immediately when I started reading. Brutally. Brutally. It was brutal. I saw it all. Brutally. <laughs> brutally. It was brutal. That was when I knew. This comic's kind of a piece of shit, isn't it? Something is awry. Yeah, that was my first little hint. And holy shit, do I get one that's to come. I wonder how short this comic would be if you just cut out the repeated lines. Like five pages? Yeah, pretty much. I mean, if you cut out Superman's dams, then it's like a page. Okay. Somebody murdered his parents. I saw it all. I saw every last damn moment of it. She's still repeating, like, another page in. It doesn't make any damn sense, but I saw it. Wow, she, yeah, she brings up a good point. It doesn't make any damn sense. He mails the only one of sense okay. in this fucking world. Okay, I swear to God, this is not a lie. This is the next line. It doesn't make any sense, but I saw it. I saw it. It was brutal. Brutal. It was brutal. Oh my God. This book is stupider than I than I remember. You're in shock, Miss Vale. Breathe deep. Steady now. Breathe deep. Grab my muscles. <laughs> Look at my muscles. Look at my muscles. Look at my muscles. <laughs> Look at my British. Look at my British. <laughs> the cops, the damn Gotham cops, they stole him. They stole Dick Grayson. They stole him. They <laughs> yeah, they wanted to get him away from fucking Batman. <laughs> like they had something to hide. Then he showed up like something from a horror movie. Batman. Settle down, love. You're still bleeding. Then it has a flashback of Batman grabbing Dick Grayson and literally tossing him into the Batmobile. Oh, my God. Like, head first. Like, I'm pretty sure he banged it on the car door. <sighs> then she suddenly exclaims, Batman, he kidnapped that boy. Why? Why? I'd like to know that, too. Yeah, we're all wondering that, Vicky. So her eyes roll to the back of her head, and she faints. And despite telling Why? her... Why? <laughs> I don't... I don't know. Despite telling her that a collarbone was broken, like, Alfred catches her in a very, like, gone with the wind type way where her back is arched and everything <laughs> and he's shirtless now. and he's shirtless and muscular and it, it things are just not making sense and they're <laughs> getting even worse because now we've cut back to batman oh no <laughs> my world welcome to my world dick grayson bats and rats and warts and all you poor boy you poor little bastard welcome to hell <laughs> Batman is such a comforting goddamn figure. Hell, or the next best thing. The gas calms him down in a space of seconds. 
Oh, so he's kidnapping a young boy and drugging him. This is good. He won't be having any nightmares. Not the kind that aren't true, anyway. It's like it's intentional. I like how Dark Knight Returns Batman <laughs> was nothing like this. No. And that then was supposed to be crazy Batman. <laughs> then he starts fussing. The gas was supposed to knock him out. His brain ought to be sailing past the moon right now. What's this brat made out of? He's strong. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so Dick Grayson is sitting in the other side of the car, drugged and drooling. Who the hell are you? Sleep, kid. Sleep. Batman nearly runs over a random dude in a truck. Who's Who yells, damn, maniac? And yes, they are separate. So he had to yell, damn, and then yell, maniac. Wow. Sleep, kid. Sleep. The world I'm going to wake you up to will be no better than the world you already know. But it'll make a whole lot more sense than that one did. Once I put you through holy hell, it will. It'll make sense. A lot of sense. And then Batman smiles creepily. Holy hell. Or the next best thing. Stop saying that, Batman. (laughs) Jesus Christ. So we cut to Dick Grayson's narration, which is, wait a minute, that's not his real voice. It's like he's doing some lame-ass Clint Eastwood impersonation. Keep in mind, this was after Batman Begins. That's not his real voice. He's faking it. He's faking it. What? What are they? I don't. Why is this even a plot? Yeah, I don't know why that's important. (laughs) What is it? Are you really? Is he? Aren't DC Comics twenty pages long? Does he really need to fill as much goddamn space? (laughs) So sleep tight, punk. Sleep tight, my ward. Oh God, Batman, no. (laughs) So Dick Grayson has a very confused reaction, which is, aren't we? Huh? What was that? What the hell's a ward? Literally, he asked, what the hell's a ward? Yeah, well, this isn't the 1930s. It's a ward. <laughs> Batman's line is dot, 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 because he doesn't know what a ward is either. <laughs> <laughs> then, he, then he turns away. Shut up. I'll do the talking here. Wow. Batman. And then we get to the scene. The scene that has been memed to oblivion. Drum roll, please. Dick Grayson turns away dramatically. Who the hell are you anyway, giving out orders like this? And Batman replies with, What are you, dense? Are you retarded or something? Who the hell do you think I am? I'm the goddamn Batman. (laughs) And that was when All-Star Batman and Robin became All-Star Batman and Robin. <laughs> and the goddamn Batman was born. And never went away. This Batman's staring fire eyes into Dick <laughs> Are you uh, retarded or something? <laughs> what are you, dense? Goddamn Batman. Okay. What's even there to say that already hasn't been said? Uh, I know. Let's just move along, because we got a lot of ground to cover still. Even stupider things than that. Oh, believe me. Wait, don't we get to issue nine? <laughs> Your favorite moment. Okay. The Batmobile turns around and the police are following him. I'm going to be the best friend you could ever hope for. Oh, God. Then he pauses, looking at the police in the dashboard mirror. Well, will you look at that? Then he turns back to Dick Grayson. 
I'm going to be the best friend you could ever hope for and the worst enemy you could ever imagine. Dick Grayson literally just pauses and says, sure, man, whatever. Like, it just, he realizes he's dealing with a crazy person. The insanity of Batman. Oh, and this is when Miller decides, I better have a dramatic moment in here or else this is going to seem insane. (laughs) So he has Dick turn and monologue to himself. My parents were murdered. Somebody blew their brains out. Then he cr- then he closes his fist. No, don't go there. Not now. <laughs> it did happen like five minutes ago. I mean, he's allowed. Yeah, but you know, now he's in a car with a dude dressed up like a bat who's calling him retarded. And Barry not be planning to rape him later because <laughs> it sure seems like that, doesn't it? <laughs> oh God! Speaking of which, no matter what I say, no matter what I do, no matter how I play it, this kid just won't scare. Batman! <laughs> Don't do it like that, man! So the, Dick looks back and says, maybe you ought to pull over. They look serious. The cops, I mean. Then the Batmobile turns around. You've got a lot to learn, kid. And the police pull out their guns immediately, because this is Frank Miller world, of course. I guess somebody on the force put out a kill order on me. Cool. It's about damn time. <laughs> He pushes the throttle, and this is admittedly kind of a badass scene because it's just Batman crazying all over the place. <laughs> but, like, under a better writer, this would have actually been an amazing comic book. Yeah. And not for the reasons this is amazing. <laughs> okay. <laughs> You're going to love this kid. Batman's the- <laughs> getting progressively more insane as time goes on. So he's he's grinning and turning the wheel and, like, there's crunching and like off screen chaos and it's just cutting to him and he's smiling. Just watch, kiddo, this is gonna be great. Ha and Dick Grayson is, you know, flinching. <laughs> this line just captured my imagination. Dick screams, You're out of your mind, you're nuts. Nuts. You wanna see nuts, kid? I'll show you nuts. <laughs> <laughs> In the uh, monologue says, now he's scared. That boy is. He's good and scared. That's good. I need him scared. The Batmobile goes towards the police. My fate. Okay. Uh, Now, this is actually Dick's monologue. Batman starts laughing again. A sudden jolt. The air sucks itself out of my lungs. There's a random, like, shot of a gecko. Why not? Okay. Yeah. I've always had a theory that Jim Lee got progressively more bored. With this, as time went on, and that's why you get the the cover with the Joker with a dragon tattoo on his back that has nothing to do with the issue at all. Because <laughs> he just stopped listening to whatever Miller was writing in those scripts. <laughs> I mean, there's a reason the issue the series never finished. Now, I suspect it has a lot to do with Lee just going, "You're fucking insane." <laughs> <laughs> okay, so the Batmobile flies towards the cops. And lands on top of the cop cars, and explosions happen, and cops flee, and a couple of them pretty much die. It's it's not at all subtle. You're scared yet, kid? <laughs> you got a little uh, Manu Bennett thing going on there. <laughs> all right. Uh, cops keep screaming like, the bastard, damn monster. He's crazy. He's crazy. Damn. <laughs> Okay, Batman starts talking to the Batmobile now. Oh, no. 
hit it, full out, no ceiling. The Batmobile responds, very good, sir. Because I guess he has Jarvis as AI. It's it's a chick. Talk sexually to it a lot. So the Batmobile starts to take flight because it's an airplane now. <laughs> Why the fuck not? Seriously. <laughs> yeah, that's literally all he says. It would have been pretty amazing if the Joker showed up. He was just normal Batman. Okay, so the Batmobile takes flight. Dick starts to want to vomit, and Batman immediately responds, Swallow it, kid. I don't need the grief. And then yeah. it cuts to Dick, a Dick, co- Dick, you're going to hear that phrase a lot. It cuts to a cop's severed foot from the carnage. <laughs> there are cops on fire. Literally, there's a shot of a cop on fire. Oh, it's Sean Jones. <laughs> oh! Funny panels. <laughs> Dick's narration is like varying, very, like variations of this guy is such a tool. I can't stand this guy. All of a sudden, my dinner wants to up and out. What does he want from me? I can't stand this guy. He's such a tool. Like just all that. A beautiful shot of the Batmobile launching above the clouds because Jim Lee is a fucking amazing artist. Dick Grayson finally snaps and looks over and says, have I gone crazy? Is any of this actually happening? Mom and Dad, their brains, they splashed on my feet, all over my feet. They're dead as hell. (laughs) They're dead as hell. They're dead as hell. I like how this is like if Jim Lee got paid to draw a comic book written by a six-year-old. A six-year-old obsessed with the word damn. And was born with uh, drugs flowing through his veins. They got shot right in front of me and they're dead as hell. Amazing. Again, again he clenches his fist. No, don't go there. Not now. <laughs> and then he loses it and like puts his hands on his head and says, their, brain, their brains splashed all over my feet. What's happening? What's happening? This is all crazy. And then Batman smacks him. Oh, God, Batman's getting serious now. He looks at him and then looks away. Damn it. Damn it all. What am I doing to this kid? Who the hell do I think I am? It's like like normal Batman suddenly intervened. (laughs) I'm torturing this boy, torturing him. Just look at him. He's a baby, and I'm torturing him. It's a terrible thing to do, but it's the only way. It's the only way. If I don't keep up the pressure, he'll find time to grieve. I can't let him grieve. Grief is the enemy. There's no time for grief. There's no room for grief. Grief turns into acceptance, forgiveness. Grief forgives what can never be forgotten. Never. Like, it's a good Batman speech, admittedly. It's just in the middle of this comic. It just, in the context of what's going on, it just makes him seem more insane. Oh, hell, just look at him. Stop it. No doubts. Remember the mission. Nothing matters except the mission. He doesn't matter. You don't matter. Nothing matters except the mission. Praise up to it. So Dick finally looks over with blood still coming out of his mouth from where Batman smacked him. Those were cops back there. They were cops. What's with that? You've got a lot to learn, kid. Learn? About what? About fighting crime. Literally, he calls it fighting crime. (laughs) Dick raises his eyebrow. Fighting crime? Yeah, fighting crime, all right. You got some kind of a problem with the notion of fighting crime. It's like Miller's getting defensive with the reader. 
So Dick says, no, it's not like anybody asked me, but I guess I got no problem with fighting crime. But isn't that what cops do? And didn't you just waste a whole pile of cops, big guy? Big guy. <laughs> that man tenses up. You little snot! And then he just turns away. <laughs> <laughs> this is proving that Batman can't even argue logic with a small boy. Well, he's dressed up like a bat. What do you expect with logic? <laughs> like, I wonder if that date went normally. Like, how how does Bruce Wayne have sex? <laughs> oh, just <laughs> I'm about to put top. it in. I'm putting it in. I'm about to put it in. It's in. I'm about to put it in. <laughs> Breathing. Fighting. I'm about to put it in. Okay. Like I said, son, you've got a lot to learn. And your lessons start right here, right now. Here's lesson number one. Never talk to cops. Not in Gotham. Never let a cop get near you. Not in Gotham. Gotham cops. They'll kill you just as soon as look at you. You hear me, boy? I'm not wasting my breath here, am I? Do I have to get the belt? He doesn't say that. (laughs) You know you had me for a minute. (laughs) You understand what I'm telling you? I... No. (laughs) No, no one understands what you're telling him. You know, Batman, maybe you should just try moving to another city. (laughs) There's only one cop worth a damn in Gotham City, and he's nowhere near this case. I know you've been all over the world. The circus life. Yeah, the circus life. And I know most cop you've seen have been all right. Sure, they've been okay, up until tonight anyway. Most are, most places. That's why most cities don't need me, but Gotham needs me. Gotham needs me. And maybe she needs you, maybe not. We'll see. Be brave, Dick Grayson. Be brave. And then there's like six panels of Dick with various reactions saying, It's quiet, except for the blood pounding in my ears. He actually wants me to join this nutso crusade of his. Fighting crime, good way to get myself killed, and I wouldn't have any catchers this time. I uh, don't don't say catchers. You have like, a catcher, all right. Trust me. Uh, nobody to catch me. No mom. No dad. Mom. Dad. What do I do? What do I do? And why did you die? Who killed you? Then there's a silent panel, and he looks up. Yes, sir. I'll be brave. Wow, he turned a table there. Like wow, Dick Grayson is handling this way better than I would. And then it cuts to the Robinson signal. <laughs> so, end of issue two. What the fuck was that? <laughs> By the way, issue three barely has anything to do with Batman and Robin. So this one I'm going to skip around a lot. But uh, let's just immediately get into this. This issue stars Black Canary. Oh, no. <laughs> I forgot about this. Oh, <laughs> uh, I don't know if I want to do this, but okay. <laughs> Thank God James isn't here. So... There are a couple of people outside the Black Canary barring in the middle of Gotham. You're not going to believe this, dipstick. You're not going to believe your eyes. You never, you never seen anything like this. It better be fine, Dorothy. She better be fine. Like Dorothy? Why are two? Why is there a dude named Dorothy there? That's sexist of you. There's a, okay. The, speaking of sexist, there's a dude who stumbles out drunk. Who's that little piece of sass thinks she is cutting me off? Me. Who she thinks she is? I can hold my liquor. I can hold it. Like, that's literally the uh, sound effect. <laughs> Great town, Gotham. The the narration says, Great town, Gotham. You gotta love it. No, you don't. Make up your mind. God damn it, Frank Miller narration. 
So it cuts inside the bar, and there are a bunch of people, one of whom is intentionally drawn to look like Oliver Queen. Well, to be fair, Oliver Queen is probably in there. Yeah, and he's wearing, he a, be there. he's wearing a biker vest. For yeah, it's Oliver Queen. Yeah. I'm undercover. Fucking. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, oh, I forgot. Black Canary in this series, for no reason whatsoever, is Irish. Yeah, I forgot about that part. Because someone just asks, what part of Ireland are you from? Then someone calls her mommy. Then someone says, I'd go for another round, young lady. Miss. Gorgeous. Remember me? We met my dreams. Princess. Miss. Over here, girl. Hot mama. And there's like a visual gag where it's like, it's a piece of dynamite that's being lit. Because Frank Miller's trying to be clever. Um, then there's like a sexy pinup pose of Black Canary. And, uh... So what is it? She says. So what is it? You two will be having, gents. What'd be your poison? By the way, she's a she's a barmaid. She's dressed exactly like Black Canary, complete with a mask. <laughs> I think Black Canary is known for. Yeah, yeah, it's Gotham. You know, everybody wears masks. Someone, someone requests that she hit him. The dynamite gag goes on and on. Uh, she's being hit on. There's a lot of cat calls. The Oliver Queen dude whispers something to her. Um, you know, I spent five years on a hellish island, right? Shut the fuck up, Oliver Queen. So after she whispers the re- or after he whispers the request to her, she says, "I'll fetch your jaggers, and for that other service you just requested of me, I'll leave it to you two boys to provide it for each other." And, In the orgy scene. No. And then they bro fist for some reason. Okay. <laughs> yeah. So then one of them, the guy who's not Oliver Queen, the other guy who looks like Bishop, kind of, like bald Bishop, has a lot of piercings, and it's – I'm just going to assume it's Bishop because, you know, Jim Lee, X-Men. Yeah, it's Bishop. <laughs> so he reaches out and grabs her ass, and that's when the dynamite thing ends finally because apparently she's been set off. And she says, I hope it was worth it. She leaps above the countertop and kicks him in the face, and it's like a really kind of amazing splash page where it's like everything's going into chaos because she kicks both of them at the same time, and like blood's flying and teeth are flying. It's a famous panel. Um, she, you know, she's tumbling around. She blocks the entrance so nobody else can escape with her massive so, body. <laughs> so she starts kicking people again. Oliver Queen's passed down the corner. Oh, yeah, he, she already kicked him down. As um, she should. <laughs> that's for years of abuse that's to come later. <laughs> um, she elbows a guy, uh, kicks a guy in a Superman t-shirt in the crotch. Oh, oh, oh Miller, you clever bastard. <laughs> As he's being kicked, he says, was only flirting, love. What? what? Where are they? Seriously, <laughs> where does this take place? Gotham. Yeah, Gotham. Where, where, where is Miller's Gotham, Gotham in Miller's head? Between crazy and town. <laughs> um, so there's a shot of Black Canary where you get a full display of her ass, by the way. One of those shots where it's like her spine twists in a weird way. <laughs> She's kicking people around still. and Now everybody in the bar is on the floor. And the owner of the club, a midget named Liam. What the hell are you doing, darling? What the hell are you doing? And she's stealing from them. She's taking out stuff from out of their wallets. I'm robbing these poor souls' blinds, Liam. 
And while I'm at it, I'm tendering my resignation. A sweet young thing like me can only take so much. And she takes a wedding ring off of Oliver Queen's finger. Look at this. The good man's married. Nice ring, don't you think? I know where you're going with this, baby. Don't. Please don't. I have to have and to hold, my love. Swallow. And she puts the ring down his throat. I don't know what's going on either. Uh, All right. You were talking to me, dear sweet lion. What's gotten into your head, sweetheart? And then she thinks for a moment and answers, dot, 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 Batman. The midget replies with, (laughs) sweet chunks, that man is insane. Wait, wait, wait. Sweet chunks? Yeah, it's been said a couple of times by different people. It's sweet chunks? Yeah. Okay, I don't think that was even a phrase in the 20s. What the fuck did that come from? Literally, Black Canary says, what did you just call me? Because I'm pretty sure she's confused, too. (laughs) The book's self-aware now. (laughs) So she kicks him out of a window. Issue's almost over, by the way. Um, And suddenly she's on a motorcycle, (laughs) riding through the streets. It's a Transformer. Now we cut back to Batman and Robin. Oh, yeah. Who are still in the Batmobile. And at this point, like, the delays had already started with the books, so there's a line I'm pretty sure that's coming up that references that, either in this issue or the next issue. I've kidnapped a traumatized youngster and drafted him into my holy war. <laughs> this is like Chris Claremont-level <laughs> fucking recapping going on. I chose him with my care. Or, I chose him with care. I did my homework. Yeah, you you did your homework all right. Yeah. Why you Some did shower. it is beyond me. <laughs> Dick Grayson, age 12, aerialist, the best I've ever seen. Top of his class in about every school his roving circus life took him to. Made black belt a few weeks before he turned nine. He's got the chops. If any kid his age could have them. If. This just makes it seem more and more likely that Batman just had Dick Grayson's parents killed. <laughs> I know. Because so, why else is he researching a young boy? So it cuts back to into the Batmobile. Aqualung. He's talking to the Batmobile again. And Dick Grayson goes, Aqualung? What the hell are you talking about? <laughs> um, ex- um, excuse me, we're going straight down. I mean, like, we're aimed right at the ground, like instant death. I hope to hell I know what I'm doing. (laughs) And the Batmobile plummets into a river. And they drown in the book. So Menace of Batman is finally (laughs) defeated by water. His own stupidity. His greatest enemy. (laughs) So he talks to the car again. Sonar on. Right away, sir. And the narration says, Batman's car talks. With a British accent and turns itself into a Harrier jet. What? <laughs> I, I don't know. And it drops like a stone and it cuts at the water like a knife. And I guess now it's a submarine. <laughs> Even he doesn't know what's going on. I, okay, remember my crack about a six year old writing this before? That was an insult to six year olds. Yeah. It's like a toddler. You still haven't told me what a ward is. We're still <laughs> on that joke. <laughs> Jesus Christ. So Batman tells him to shut up. Batman has no time for dictionaries. So Dick says, so what do you call this thing anyway? And Batman immediately turns with glee and says, the Batmobile. 
And Dick rolls his eyes and says, that is totally queer. God. And then back turns away and says, "Shut up." <laughs> that 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 shut up. I agree with. I like how Miller's also fucking up his own continuity with that line. Yeah, I know. Okay. God damn, this is this is so. Oh cool. god. Okay, we turn to the page and we are now in Metropolis. Oh god, how do we get the Black Canary issue and this in the same? <laughs> okay, so. We see a milk carton that says, Dick Grayson, missing, age 12, last seen, Gotham City. What, hasn't this been like two hours since... Here's the confusing part. It's The caption says Metropolis 15 hours ago. <laughs> what the fuck is going on? <laughs> Miller's lost place of time. <laughs> as, as James would put it, Miller has become unstuck in time. Okay, so Clark Kent is in his his kitchen, and he crushes the milk carton in his hand for no reason. Uh, I, I mean, he's Superman. Why does he need to, like, show off his strength on a milk carton? Also, that's not really a – I can crush a milk carton. That's not really a super yeah. strength kind of thing. Also, he just makes a mess. Like, that's useless. Yeah, what, what's there to be mad about, Clark? So, so there's a newspaper shoved under his door. Which, Clark works in a newspaper. Why does he have a newspaper subscription? <laughs> so he walks over to the door. He's silent. <laughs> this entire time he's been silent because it's building up. Oh, yeah. It's building all right. So he – oh, wait. The newspaper is actually the Daily Planet. So he has a subscription to the paper he writes for. What an egotistical prick. <laughs> <laughs> he has Superman, to be fair. So Yeah. Okay, so – Front page of the Daily Planet, Batnapped, Gotham City Batman abducts kid. <laughs> News travels fast. So he's reading it in one panel. The next panel, he uses his heat vision and breaks his own glasses to burn the newspaper. <laughs> in the last panel of this issue, issue three is Clark Kent looking angry with broken glasses and fiery red eyes with his hair starting to make the spit curl. Uttering That's a power. The one line Clark will utter in like 90% of his dialogue in this series. Damn! End of issue three. <laughs> wow. Uh, now, we're going to issue four. And so, somehow we can top that. Damn. So, and by the way, uh, there's a variant cover where there's a missile, there's a missile like going down into the sea. This is all drawn by Miller, by the way, current Miller. So it actually kind of looks horrible. There's some missile going down to the sea and Superman is running away from it over water. I don't know what that means. <laughs> so, yeah. Uh, opening page of issue four is actually an awesome image of Batman symbol on fire. Oh yeah. I remember that panel. Um, then it randomly just cuts to, uh, like a like a heart monitor, like a pulse monitor inside of a hospital. The bones punctured her left ventricle, bleeding like a slit, like a sieve. Her blood's pressure is dropping like a stone. Like, are we still on this? Really? Yeah. So she's convulsing on the operating table, and she, I, I guess she's like having a seizure or something. Please tell me there's a little caption box that says two weeks ago. <laughs> no, better than that. 
the captions say Vicky Vale, columnist, gadfly. She's fighting for her life and she's losing. She broke her collarbone. I mean, <laughs> I know. Get me a cardiac needle, stat. Get me. I said, get me a damn cardiac needle. We're losing her. I mean, Al- Alfred has fucking saved people on a battlefield before. I think he could take care of a collarbone. So she flatlined. Now maybe if Alfred didn't fucking let her head flop all over the goddamn place when he was catching her to be suave, fuck you, Alfred. Fuck you and your crazy fucking young boy ward guy Batman. Fuck both of you. You're crazy. <laughs> fuck you and your muscles. <laughs> I will look at them, but I won't be happy about it. Look at my British. <laughs> okay, so she flatlines. Oh, hell. Oh, hell. Cut it to the Batmobile. We're still on this goddamn ride, three issues in. Where and, what, like two days have passed? Where the fuck is Batman taking this kid? Okay, Dick Grayson's caption. Batman's thrown me into a car that turns into an airplane and then a submarine. (laughs) (laughs) Batman's completely nuts. He kidnaps a kid. He knocks the snot out of cops. He tries to sound like Clint Eastwood. He's out of his mind. And I've just signed on with him to fight crime. How lame is that? I guess I'm nuts, too. What the fuck is going on in this comic book? Don't be asking that a lot. Uh, At least Alfred is slightly... I mean, (laughs) Alfred. At least Frank Miller is slightly self-aware that Batman is insane in this comic. I think he's having, like, a debate in his head as he's writing this. Like, should I be writing this? Yes, I should be writing this. More tits, more tits. (laughs) I'm shameless. (laughs) Okay, so Dick says, um, heads up, we're about to crash into some pretty fierce rock. I mean, it could completely make us completely dead. Frank Miller, stop writing a child. Batman smiles and says, you don't know anything. Neither do you, Batman. You don't know know what word means. You keep using it. Stop it. Hologram off. Without a moment's delay, sir. That was the Batmobile, not Alfred. All this in his car talks, too. Yeah, we get it. His goddamn car talks. <laughs> his car has been talking for three issues. You're just now picking up on this? Maybe I just haven't woken up yet. Maybe this is all some crazy dream. My parents are still alive and the world still makes sense. So he's in denial now. Wow, he, this is a long car ride. He's going through every stage of grief. <laughs> including the Batman stage. <laughs> It's the eight stages of grief. The dreaded Batman stage. <laughs> There'll be hell to pay for this, but it was on the. But it was the only way. I've had my eye on this Grayson for months. He's the most promising candidate for the job I've ever seen. <laughs> what I like about all this is that this is Batman telling himself about this. So he keeps repeating the same thing to himself over and over and over. He's trying to convince himself this is all okay. God, it'd be awesome if if he was just saying his narration out loud the entire time. I've had my eye on this Grayson for months. He's the most promising candidate for the job I've ever seen. Once again, yeah. once again, it was supposed it's supposed to be happenstance that this his parents were killed. This is only making it seem like Batman had his parents fucking killed. Why was he? Why was any of this happening? Why was he looking at this child? Still, I'd have waited years before recruiting him. At least until he's old enough to shave. I'd have waited years, but some soulless slob with a gun changed the whole equation. On my watch, I was there. Grayson is my responsibility. Twelve years old. How could he possibly be ready? 
I'm confused about the logic of picking Robin that Miller is presenting here. Yeah, I, I, there is no logic. Batman is just a psychopath. Oh, here's here's where the line comes in. When are you going to let me out of this thing? It feels like it's been days. <laughs> Shut up. That's Batman's reply. Okay, and here's where we get the awesome like six-page spread of the Batcave. We're generally, I swear to God, like spent like probably five months drawing this thing. Where you, like you see the Batmobile, you see robots working on the T Rex and all sorts of Batcopters and Batplanes and Batmobiles, and he has, even has the armor from the '89 movie, including the Wicker Man or the the Wicker People, King of the Wicker People. Meanwhile, Batman is only supposed to be around for what, like five months? Yeah, like two years at most. <laughs> And he has, like, the bat hang glider, the bat plane, the bat copter, the whirly bat. Oh, my. I didn't even notice that the whirly bat is even in there. <laughs> wow. Well, 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 Jim Lee had a lot of time on his hands while Miller decided whether or not to write dialogue. So, Okay. The narration for the bat cave. God. It never ends, and it's just getting started. What does that mean? Uh, the so anal I- rape that's about to happen, I assume? Yeah. Giant robot machines give with giant robot grunts and robot squeals, and they haul and heft and soldier and wheel and solder and weld. Robot machines? <laughs> no. Robot machines? <laughs> it's building itself. Bat screeches echo for miles. Robot machines? <laughs> I know. All right. Bat screeches echo for miles. It just doesn't end. This is the dude who worked on RoboCop. And you just wrote robot machines? <laughs> I'm pretty sure Frank Miller had a stroke in the 90s. <sighs> so it's like six panels of Dick having the same perplexed, amazed reaction and dot, dot, dot as a caption box. So Batman looks over and says, pretty cool, huh? It's my badality. <laughs> <laughs> no, he just says, pretty cool, huh? <laughs> What do you say, Junior? Is this cool or what? Tell me it's cool. I have a ball pit. <laughs> this is turning uh, into the Captain Sunshine episode <laughs> of Venture Brothers. You have no idea how right you are about that. So Dick, you know, still has the same amazed reaction. Then he says, yeah, I guess it's okay. I mean, I've seen better, but I guess this is okay. Then Batman looks over, pissed off. I don't like this kid. Not one bit. Why does Batman want to impress a 12-year-old boy with his cave? (laughs) Think about what you just said. (laughs) I think at this point, it's been well established that Batman likes impressing 12-year-old boys. (laughs) He's so, so hurt that he's not impressed. Look at my robot (laughs) machine. Okay. Um, welcome home, Dick Grayson. That's just another splash page of from a different angle. Weirdly. Okay. Then the then there's the uh, sound effects. Boop 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 boop. Dick Grayson turns around. Boop. Batman presses a button on his utility belt. Shut up. You really like saying that. <laughs> it's like the thing with two heads. Shut up. Hey, shut up. Can you imagine the Joker on his head. Shut up. 
Lift me out of this infernal thing. I don't know why that's my Joker voice. Um, oh, I like it. Yeah. So Dick Grayson jumps out of the Batmobile, and so does Batman. And he pulls out a communicator. Keep it quick. Alfred is in the hospital being bandaged up. Sir, it's about Miss Vale. There's been a terrible accident. It doesn't look good, sir. And it cuts to her. She's, like, on a gurney with, like, an oxygen tank over her and everything. And her pulse is stabilized, I guess. St. Irene's Medical Center. Emergency room. Alfred Pennyworth. Personal aid to Bruce Wayne. Yeah, no shit. I'm pretty sure, like, no person on Earth doesn't know who Alfred Pennyworth is. It appears she has pieces of her uh, clavicle and ribs all loose in her chest. Her lungs and heart are desperately compromised. What a great chest it is. I'm sorry. I, she had a broken collarbone. Why is her heart suddenly in danger? Because Alfred doesn't know what the fuck he's doing. <laughs> he's too busy flexing his muscles everywhere. And... Oh, yeah, he's still shirtless, by the way. There's <laughs> <laughs> just people walking, walking up to him in the hospital. Sure, can you put a shirt on? He has, like, a towel draped around his neck. He's been working out. <laughs> the doctor seems somewhat at a loss. And, and, okay, Batman puts his hands on his hips for some reason. Doing a hero pose. Call that card in Paris. Get him in there. He can do anything. Paris? So he'd never get here in time. And this is... Uh, this is... This next page is hilarious. Get that damn clown in Metropolis to fetch him. Call Kent at the planet. He'll take care of it. Oh, and tell him Batman considers this a personal favor. So Dick Grayson is jumping around, and he, he, he lands on the Batmobile's hood. What clown at Metropolis? Never mind. He's nobody important. And then he smiles. And then the captions start. That's right, Kent. You're busted. I know who you are. And you've got no damn idea who I am. I'm a detective. I'm not mightier than the pounding surf. I can't leap tall buildings in a single bound. But I'm smart. Yeah, sure you are. <laughs> One hell of a lot smarter than you'll ever be. And who are you talking to, Batman? <laughs> And it cuts to Superman running across the sea, passing, like, a giant yacht, yelling, Damn! <laughs> okay, first appearance, damn, was his only word. Second appearance, damn. <laughs> back to back. First appearance in suit as Superman, damn. By the way, like, why is he saying damn out in the middle of the sea? <laughs> also, if I remember correctly, can't Superman fly in this book? No, I think I think Miller was going with the idea of like the silver, the golden age, like he can't fly thing. Oh, I could I could have sworn there were moments where he was flying, but maybe I'm just thinking of him jumping. No, 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 no. This appearance and like the next issue are like the only appearances he makes. They never got to the flying part. <laughs> he was building to that. Okay, so Batman walks away and Dick stops him. First off, can I get something to wear instead of these stupid tights? I mean, tights really blow chunks. Oh, Miller, Blow so chunks. Crazy. Blow chunks. Batman gives him an ugly look. To be fair, Sorry. blow chunks uh, is at least a something a kid in like the 80s would say, so he's moved up a couple decades. This is RoboCop Miller. <laughs> so Batman gives him a dirty look. No, not not that kind of dirty look. No, it's that kind of dirty look. <laughs> um, Dick apologizes. Sorry, it's just that I'm all sweaty and dirty, and I've still got mom and dad's blood and stuff all over me. <laughs> he He's so blasé about it. <laughs> oh my god, I forgot about this part. 
Don't tell Batman you're dirty and sweaty. Uh, oh God, what is it? Uh, okay, I'm gonna need a moment to prepare for this. It's a it's a Batman monologue. Oh no. <clears throat> I touched my mother's breast. Stop! Stop! No! 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 We're not doing this. We're not doing this. We're not good. No, I don't like this anymore. I don't like this game. This has been this episode of Bump. <laughs> I touched my mother's breast. It bled on me. Nineteen years ago, the bastard shot her in the head and the chest. I heard her cough last, and I pressed my hand against my mother's breast, just in case there was any hope at all that there wasn't any heartbeat. No hope at all. Just her blood on my hand. It'll never wash off. Never. (sighs) Batman felt up his dead mother. Uh, Let's move on. His hand lands on my shoulder, weightless and as a falling leaf. Miller's trying to be poetic now? Like, what? Those big-ass fingers of his squeeze like a gentle caress. Oh, 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 God. Oh, God. Batman just looks over somberly. Yeah, I'll see to it that you get some new clothes. (laughs) His voice is a croak, like he's about to cry or something. Oh, no. I waited for this moment. <laughs> he turns on Phil Collins. <laughs> then he does his best to make his voice go cold again. I'll see you later. Where are you going? I, I think you want him to leave, Dick. I think you want him to leave. This is your only chance to escape. <laughs> so Batman cracks his knuckles. Work. What am I supposed to do now? And Batman's walking away into the darkness. Whatever you want. You look like you use some sleep. So he leaves the boy in a cave with bats. And robot machines. <laughs> you know, Batman, I'm pretty sure he could have other family members. Have you looked into that? Like, did you want to leave him food or... Batman murdered all of his other family members. Oh, God. I believe it. Where am I supposed to sleep around here? Anywhere you like. It's a big cave. Yeesh. Hey, what do I do about food? I'm really hungry. Like I said, boy, it's a big cave. There's plenty to eat here. Your food will present itself. And then Dick looks. Then Dick looks up at a bat. And then he looks down and he sees a rat. You know, fuck you, bat. You, you're going upstairs into a goddamn mansion. <laughs> fuck you. So Dick gets in the fetal position, as I'm surprised he hasn't done already. <laughs> For a while there, I just sit there and shiver and cry until the snot's running down my chin. Then I guess I doze. Batman is a creep. I hate his guts. <laughs> then it cuts to Superman running the opposite direction, holding a car over his head. <laughs> I'm like, damn! <laughs> I like how Miller, even though he's insane, is still injecting comedy in here. Is he, though? <laughs> Good point. So it cuts to Batman inside of a prostitute's bedroom, beating up a police officer. (laughs) He paid for this personally. I I like how this is what he does after he kidnaps a small child, leaves him to eat rats. Ha! So what's the story on Jocko Boy, officer? Jocko Boy is the uh, murderer of Dick's parents, by the way. Well, no, Batman, you paid for him. (laughs) Tell us what's his deal. (laughs) So Batman holds him against the wall. It's all rigged. He walks tomorrow. Like of evidence. It's all I know. Batman punches him. Thanks. That's the end of that scene. Okay. So 
Oh, no. <laughs> I've said that so many times in this issue. Damn, go on. Oh, oh no, no, it's not Superman. Uh, so Dick Grayson wakes up in the cave, and he has different clothing on. Oh, 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 oh. Batman, no! Batman, no! You're my hero! Don't do this! He has he has uh, pajamas on that's that that are way too big for him. That, oh, that's even worse somehow. Oh. And in front of him is a tray with food on it and a glass of milk. And he opens up the tray and there's a cheeseburger and fries. And he immediately starts eating it. Oh, that sounds delicious. A bacon cheeseburger with fries. I'm in heaven. I guess there must be somebody nice around here. And then it cuts to the most out-of-character thing Batman will do in this series, including murder. Batman takes Alfred and violently pushes him, pins him against the wall, and screams, What the hell do you think you're doing, Alfred? That boy will not be reduced to eating rats, sir. I was. That explains a lot. Also, no, you weren't, Batman. You lived in the goddamn... (laughs) You chose your time below, living like a rat yourself. You chose this life, and it has chosen him. No, it hasn't. (laughs) You kidnapped him. So Alfred gets, like, insanely badass. Like, he even has, like, a shadow over half his face when he says this. Sir, I am your butler. I am your aide. I am your medic. I am not... However, your slave, unhand me. Then Batman unhands him. Yeah, fuck you, Batman. <laughs> so Batman walks towards camera. In one final splash page, Alfred just told me to go take a flying leap. This little brat is going to ruin everything. You brought him here, motherfucker. <laughs> to be continued. Will Dick Grayson ever learn the secret of the robot machines? Will Vicky Bill's sprained ankle result in brain hemorrhage? Has the Man of Steel ever learned basic vocabulary? Will the Black Canary's appearance start making any sense? Will someone please kill the Dark Knight and end his malicious reign of terror? Run, Dick Grayson, age 12. Run. Run into the next exciting chapter of Pulp Nightmare, the podcast that tells tales of the unaccountable. The worst is yet to come.